Today is Wednesday, December 21st, and we are right up against Christmas, and uh, I'm definitely not ready. I wish I was not going through a divorce in the middle of the holidays, but there is no good time to get a divorce. Every time is a bad time. Last night, Mike came over to my house to discuss with me um, his plans to take our son to Illinois for a hunting trip next week. And we all kind of talked about schedule and what was going on for Christmas and when we're going to church and all these other things. And then the kids ran off to go do their things. And I said, Mike, I need to talk to you about something. And he said, okay. So we were sitting at my kitchen table and I said, I want to talk to you about something that's pretty serious. I said, when you had that Corvette a few weeks ago, did you drive extremely fast with our son in the car? And he said, yes, I did. I said, how fast did you go? He said, I went over 100. I said, how fast did you go? He said, oh, 100, 120. I said, is that it? He said, well, maybe it was 130, somewhere around there. I said, really? Well, that's quite different from the number that our son is reporting. And he said, well, what does our son say? I said, well, he told me 176. And Mike threw his head back and laughed and said that was not true. And uh, I said, and did you ask him not to tell me? And he said, no, nah, I don't think I did. He said, I don't really remember, but I don't think I told him not to tell you. I said, whatever, doesn't matter. I said, you cannot put our son in your car and drive over the speed limit like that. And I went on to say that it was a felony, that he would be arrested. What would that mean for his job? You know, and as I'm talking, he just keeps interrupting and saying, just get to the end. Just get to the end. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's, what's your point? Get to, the, get to the end. How are you going to punish me? That's what he said. And I said, Mike, I don't, I don't have the answer. I'm not, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do. He said, well, I won't do it again. I said, you've, you've told me that before. We've had this identical conversation several times before. Why would I believe you? And he said, well, I promise I won't do that again. I'm not going to get a car like that again. And I won't do that again. And I said, well, I don't believe you. You've made that promise before. He told me during the conversation that our son was, and this is a quote, holding on for dear life. And he had this ridiculous smirk on his face. And I said, you know, Mike, do you, do you get a thrill out of this? Is this thrilling for you? And he said, yeah, it is. I said, well, you're scaring our son. It's not thrilling for him. You know, he tells me about it later. This is not fun for him. And he said, well, I won't do it again. I said, well, I don't know if I'm going to let you take him to Illinois. And he said, well, you better let me know soon because I've got a hotel reserved and I've got the dog kennel reserved place, whatever, you know, and never once during our conversation did he apologize. Not once. He told me, he said, I got carried away. I won't do it again. 
It was fun. It was safe. I was in control the whole time. That's what he said. I was in control the whole time. And I said, well, you're a fool if you believe that because a deer could jump out in front of you. You know, you could hit a rock. You could have a tire blowout. You know, at 130 miles an hour, even that is, you would be instantly dead. And to do that on a public road, you know, so I, he just kept saying, are you done lecturing me? I'm not going to sit here and be lectured. You know, he talked like that and we never got, you know, very heated where we were shouting or anything, but it was, it was a pointed back and forth. And I said, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to let you take him to Illinois because I can't trust you. And with our son in the car. And he said, well, I'm not going to speed going to Illinois. We'll have a car full of stuff and that's not the right time. And there'll be a lot of people on the road. And I said, well, I need to think about this. And he said, fine, well, let me know. And we had a conversation that I timed it. It was exactly 18 minutes of conversation about this. So when we were done talking, um, he went upstairs and hung out with our kids, I don't know, maybe for another hour and hung out with our son. I think they played a video game and they just chilled. Mike left around nine o'clock last night, maybe nine fifteen. And I've arrived at a decision about what I'm going to do. Oh, and I had, I had, you know, warned Mike that if he did that again, um, you know, his boss could find out general motors could find out. I told him I would take him in front of a judge and make it so that our son could never ride in a car with him unsupervised. Anyway, so what I'm going to do is this. I am going to write Mike an email today and tell him that he can take our son to Illinois if we sit down as a family and he apologizes to my son and apologizes to me for breaking the law for driving recklessly, for scaring him, and I want him to admit that what he did was illegal. One of the hardest things for Mike to do is to render an apology. He is not an apologetic person. Rarely does this man apologize. I could probably count the time, the times that he's apologized on one hand in the last 20 years. He does not apologize. And so this will be a tall order for him, but I think that it will humble him and it, it, that he will admit to our son that what he did was wrong and that he shouldn't have done it. And that he, you know, I, I told Mike last night that he was setting a terrible example for our son. And not only that, but, you know, asking our son not to tell me which I'm sure that he did. My son said that he did, and he's done that many times in the past, so his actions don't match his words. So I will send Mike an email today laying out my requirements, and he can either meet them or not. And if he doesn't want to come over and apologize and he doesn't want to do that, then, then he doesn't have to take our son to Illinois. I'd rather our son didn't go at this point. And on top of that, my son doesn't want to go. It is so cold up there. It's like three degrees. And though he loves hunting, I mean, it's it's an ordeal. And he doesn't want to be in the car for 15 hours or whatever. He just really doesn't want to go. There's not a lot to do up in Illinois other than hunt. 
Mike's parents watch TV a lot. They watch ball games and soap operas and sitcoms and usually when the kids have been there or when the kids and I are there, we're just watching TV. It's a lot of TV watching and that my kids really don't watch a lot of TV. They, they play, my son plays a lot of video games, which I wish he didn't do, but, um, anyway, so we'll see what happens with that. I did send my attorney an email yesterday telling her that Mike had driven that fast and I will write her again today and let her know that he's admitted to doing that that has to be an assigned order Mike did point out last night that he has not signed the temporary order agreement I mean, he hasn't been given an official copy yet because in it it states that he cannot drive over the posted speed limit and if he does he'll be violating the order and uh, could lose some of those visitation rights so the stakes are high for him the stakes are high but I, the bottom line is I don't want my son in a car with a person who thinks it's fine to drive like that. This is my child. This is my son who I gave birth to, who I've raised, who I walked to his kindergarten class, who I baked cookies with in preschool, who I've taken care of when he's sick and helped and done science fair projects. And this is my baby. And even though my son is six foot tall, 170 pounds, he still is my baby, and I will always feel protective of him. And I'm not going to let Mike do this. I'm not going to let him get away with it. If he does it again, I may call the police myself and file a report. I don't, I don't really know what options I have available to me, but um, I'll have to do that. I won't have a choice. So we'll see how the email goes.